Welcome to episode 98 of the Twim Show. This is your host, Sajid Islam. And today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing world from the week of February 28, 2022 through March 5th, uh, 2022, which was a Saturday. Anyways, with that, the first thing I want to cover is that there are four new things in Microsoft advertising. And the four new things I will quickly go over them are one is smart shopping campaigns and target return on ad spend. Shopping campaigns are accessible or now available to in 29 new regions, including seven new markets in Latin America. This is something, uh, the reason why I'm covering this is this is something that shows Microsoft advertising is quietly growing uh in size and of course you know microsoft has a big foothold uh, outside the us and by microsoft what i mean is hotmail and all those things i mean also microsoft owns a linkedin so this is a pretty big thing so if you are not in uh, advertising on google ads because it's too expensive maybe microsoft advertising is something you should consider the other th- three updates I will quickly go over them is business attributes uh, from marketing with purpose is now uh, available in all market uh, and as well as you know uh, dynamic uh, partner data upgrades does show that um, that. Actually, let me take a back, step back. Um, so this is an attribute that shows, you know, uh, it's a business attribute that shows, you know, marketing with purpose. So they shows up on your Bing profile and now it's available to everyone. Uh, make sure if you're using Microsoft, again, if you are not using Microsoft, you should be on Microsoft. Why would you give up free traffic? Uh, so just go ahead and update. And if, if your business has a purpose, go ahead and uh, highlight that. The third thing is Google import improvements. Uh, the only thing you want to know about here is that Microsoft has always made it very easy to import your Google ads into Microsoft ads. And generally, you know, this has been for years, so, you know, uh, what uh, Google Microsoft has done is like, you know, to bring customers from Google ads, so this made it very easy. You can just, you know, pull it in. And now they're saying, you know, you can even uh, import image extensions, which is like images that show up next to your search results. And of course, you should be using it if you're not already using it, whether you're on Microsoft or Google ads. And also the, what they said is like, you know, importing uh, data from Google Merchant Center into Microsoft Merchant Center can also be done very easily and quickly. So again, you know, this is a, in line with what Microsoft has always done to kind of throwing rocks at people who are tired of Google or people who are thinking of coming into the Microsoft world and not making it very challenging. They make it very easy. So they've always had this conversion uh, or conversions uh, tool, like the tool sets that will allow you to convert from Google Ads into Microsoft and kind of get started. The last thing that Microsoft has announced is that automated bidding seasonality. What this basically means is that, you know, if you are expecting uh, fluctuations in your ad campaigns, and this only works for automated uh, campaigns, uh, again, you should do it for anything, any campaigns that you run on Microsoft, uh, just to inform their their algorithm through this uh, seasonality adjustment link that's in, hey, I'm expecting a big traffic on such and such day because of promotion. So for example, if you're going to have a big, uh, you know, promotion because of Cyber Monday or Black Friday, and you know your sales are going to spike up or you're going to have a lot of visitors, you want to inform Microsoft ahead of time. Now, by informing Microsoft, what you're doing is informing the algorithm and that algorithm is going to kind of factor in that and kind of say, well, this is unusual, but this is unusual because of this thing, right? You have to inform the unusual uh, 
unusual activity on your site or the spike uh, on your site so that the algorithm can kind of learn accordingly. If not, it's going to mess up your algorithm or not your algorithm, Microsoft Ads algorithm, and then it will probably give you crappier results down the road. Okay, with that, let's move on to the next topic for today, which is TikTok. So TikTok has announced uh, that 10 minutes TikTok are coming to everyone. Uh, they have been testing it for a while. So TikTok with 10 minute videos are a reality. Uh, well, it's kind of, you know, kind of comes around. It's not a surprise because one thing TikTok has realized is, you know, the reason why people go to TikTok is to watch engaging, entertaining videos. However, when you do engaging, entertaining videos, which are 30 to 60 seconds long, what happens is that, you know, there is not a whole lot of room or bands uh, like space for the creators to monetize. So what happens with YouTube? YouTube, you know, you upload a, like a 10, 15, 30 or one hour video and you can insert ads and you can monetize that video. If it's a 60 second video, where are you going to insert ad, right? As it is, you have such a short time to cramp up all this information. And if you don't make money, then why are you as a creator going to create uh, this engaging, all these videos, except for likes, but likes don't pay the bill. So TikTok realized that and they're saying, you know, hey, we are going to allow you to do 10 minute videos because that gives us a lot of space to put ads either in the front, middle or in the end. So which is a good thing. Now, having said that, let's move on to the next update, which is Instagram. Instagram will shut down their IGTV app. And why I'm covering right behind uh, TikTok is that last two weeks ago, we said, hey, you know what? Instagram is now, or Meta is now focused fully on Reels. The reels are available globally. And, you know, Facebook is going all in, or Meta is going all in. This was the TikTok update is kind of showing how, you know, Facebook slash Meta is copying everyone and it's just going from one thing to another thing. It's like they have the shiny object syndrome, right? IGTV kind of came away, came out because it was Meta slash Facebook's answers to YouTube dominance back in the day. And now then they saw, oh, TikTok is the rising child. Let's go copy TikTok. And they went all the way in reels. Whereas, you know, TikTok is saying, you know what, while we are the number one, we know from history that, you know, just being number one in the short clip video, we are not going to be able to monetize and we our users are not going to be able to monetize and we are eventually going to die. So this is very interesting, but coming back to the main topic of this, uh, you know, update is Instagram will shut down IGTV apps. It's basically, they did not specify a date, but eventually it will uh, shut down again. Instagram back in 2021 in October, Instagram did say that, you know, IGTV is going to be folded into the, um, uh, the Instagram main app as it is. So, you know, the long form content is not really going away. It's just that the separate app is going to die. Uh, and of course, the placements that you can do in IGTV app uh, through Facebook ads is going to go away and it's going to be folded into something else. So that's all you want to know. Uh, but uh, with that, let's talk about another thing on Instagram, which is Instagram rolls out automated uh, captions for feed videos. This is great because, you know, I will tell you one thing. Automated captions did exist for uh, IGTV videos back in 2020. They expanded into stories. And now this is uh, for in-feed videos because, again, people consume content differently. Like, you know, and we have always created, whenever we have created video on inst Instagram, we had to, add, you know, create the video, create the caption, upload the caption. So there was a lot of post-editing work. 
through this option, now we don't have to worry about it. If someone wants to consume our content in uh, you know caption-only mode, they can turn it on and they can consume the content. And by the way, this automated caption is available in 17 languages and they're going to add more. So this is a great update. It just cuts down the amount of post-production work that we as a as a business owner or creator have after the video is created because we want our content to be consumed by people who have the sound on or sound off because they're in public space or they're in the room and they don't want to turn on the volume. Okay, with that, let's move on to Google's SEO front. Uh, with that, what I want to say is Google has announced that they have completed the page experience update for desktop. Uh, so basically what that means, it took them nine days. They started in February 22nd and nine days later, they have said, hey, hey, update is completed. Again, just so that you know, we've covered this topic a few times in the past. Page experience update basically uh, for desktop is some similar to the mobile update. Again, the mobile update and the only difference between the mobile update and the page uh, desktop update is that, you know, mobile update t t tries to find out how mobile friendly is your website. Right? Is your website mobile friendly? And for the desktop, that ranking doesn't exist, but all the other rankings exist. We are going to write a blog on this as well as publish a video in the coming days. So make sure you check us, check that out. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, get on our email list, which is marketandgrow.com. Go there, sign up for our email list. You will get this podcast episodes emailed as well. Uh, plus, you'll get all the updates when we release uh, videos and blogs on this. Okay. With that, the next update on the front on the uh, SEO front is that Google has announced or not announced. Google has verified that there is no ranking quota. That basically means that there is no limit how many times or for how many keywords your site can get ranked on. Um, Google's John Miller confirmed it. Like you know, they don't have a hard limit. You can get ranked on as many keywords as you wish. You just have to create good content and make sure you are not creating like two, three or multiple pages for the same keyword. And because then again, you're competing with yourself, right? So folks, uh, don't think, oh, I'm already ranking for this 20 keywords. I should, I don't think I can rank for anything else. That's not the case. It's like, go for it. As long as you have good quality, high quality content, Google is going to rank you. Next up, uh, you know, a couple of weeks back, we said, you know, Google is rolling out uh, merchant experience scorecard metrics and uh, merchants with higher scorecards will get some benefits and from Google in terms of visibility and things like that. And obviously the concern was, and I did share it, like maybe someone could game the system even and blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, there could be bad apples out there who are going to basically put, send in the fake data to Google and then they're going to basically manipulate the whole system and show up and when they don't have a good customer merchant experience. Well, Google came out and confirmed that, hey, we are Google. We have ways to figure this out. And if you are lying to us or if you're doing something wrong, guess what? We will ban you from our system. So folks, and this is really true. I've seen this with merchants who got, or advertisers who got banned from Google for doing like, you know, wrong things. And they've tried to create a second Google account or Google ads, another Google ads account using a new laptop, new IP, new credit card and everything. And Google somehow figures out within like a few days or a week that, hey, this is the same person. We're going to just basically uh, ban that account as well. Um, you don't want to mess with Google. Google has a lot more data on us than anything else, right? I do not know how they figure out even if you change the laptops and the credit cards and things like that, but Google does. And this has something I've seen it in forums where people are saying, hey, I've, my account got banned and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I've tried this thing, that thing, and I still Google figures out that, you know, I've been banned. First of all, Try not to get banned by Google. That's a death penalty right there. Even though you'll be alive, it just feels like that way. Okay. 
Last update for this week is that Google has launched, uh, Google Ads has launched uh, enhanced conversion uh, ads for leads. Uh, what this is, is like, you know, first of all, we live in a multi-touch, multi-influence world. You know, people do not convert just because they saw our ad one time. They can see our ad today, then they're going to interact with our website directly, come back. So it goes back into the attribution thing, right? Who should get credit for the conversion? But sometimes what happens is as you get the lead, you do not know, uh, Google doesn't know that the lead eventually converted into customer downstream, right? So I got the lead today uh, in my business and maybe we had a lot, couple of Zoom calls, maybe we had a like, you know, couple of follow-up calls, maybe in-person visit and then eventually they decided to sign the contract. Well, Google in the old days, uh, regular conversion is like, didn't know that this person has converted. Now Google is making it easier so that you can upload first-party data by and buy First party data, what I mean is like, you know, it could be either email address or, or name and address or phone number. But if you provide phone number, then you need to provide name and home address to Google and to tell Google, hey, Google, this person that you sent to me as a lead has eventually become my customer. So because Google's algorithm, whether and same thing with Facebook, same thing with Microsoft, same thing with everyone else, these algorithms work better the more data you have. So if you send them that data back to them through uh, this enhanced conversion for leads, Google will know, oh, wow, we sent these five people and one of them converted. So let's go find, let's go help Sajid find more of this person uh, who matches this criteria because I, then there will be a chance that they're going to convert more into customers. So that's all what this is all about in a nutshell, which is now Google makes it easier for you to send you know, first-party data back into uh, Google for uh, enhance, uh, for leads, for leads conversions. That's all this is, right? Um, there will be a blog article on this as well as a video explaining it in a much more in-depth, but because this is a podcast, I wanted to keep it short. Hope this helps you. Hope you enjoyed. With that, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Take care and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.